I believe we're a little late today with posting. <laughs> I'm not well, Michelle. Little Davy went deep yesterday. <laughs> oh, God. But thank goodness for Wednesday as inspiration. So I think this gift of the day is going to pull you up and out, I hope. It's got to boost me. It's got to boost me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I don't know what I'm hungover from more is the booze or all the damn the food. Treats. It, it's sometimes hard to uh, determine nowadays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we had some unexpected gifts brought to us. Uh, my friend Gina, what's up, Gina, made uh, some incredible gumbo. And I don't recall texting her at midnight, but I. But you did. It was all, oh, it was all like gibberish. But it, the the sentiment was, I'm on my fourth bowl of gumbo, something like great job. I don't oh, know. Oh Lord. But that was that was sopping up all the hurricanes. We stuck to just hurricanes okay. and didn't realize just how how potent those damn it's things are. It's the first are. thing that comes up when you look up hurricane. Like what's in a hurricane? It's going to hit you very hard and fast. Oh, I didn't. Well, I didn't bother reading yes. that. Yes, you got to read the fine print. <laughs> I should have known because it's yeah, it's a fifty-fifty drink. So it's yes. it's it's half the juice and then half rum. And I'm I'm just not familiar with rum. I don't drink a whole lot of rum. And it, but it, boy, and then I had a bunch of beignets. I made beignets. They were gorgeous. And then we had king's cake. And oh my god. So yeah, I'm not doing so hot today. <laughs> well, <laughs> as you can probably tell in my yeah, voice. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're we're gonna kick it into high gear right now. It's March second. Today's gift of the day is easy. It is seek inspiration. Yes, yes, inspiration. It comes in so many different forms, and for the most part, it's delivered to your door. Right to your door. The question is. Right, straight to your door. The question is, when it arrives, do you actually answer the call? Do you answer the door? So I've taken the liberty, and you know what my skill set is. I'd love to distill things down. I've taken the liberty to distinguish what I see as the two different relationships that we can have with inspiration. And very simply, the first one is passive inspiration. That's the act of allowing inspiration to infiltrate your consciousness and influence you in some Minor examples might be nature. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you are inspired by nature. I certainly am. The beach is like my tonic. Uh, coaches, teachers, mentors, spiritual leaders, experts in certain subjects, and the folks that are at the top of their game. Like I, I think about Michael Jordan has been such an inspiration to so many people. Yeah, and I think of uh, passive inspiration, um, not even the act of allowing inspiration it just naturally seeks in right 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 so you're, it's not even something that allows it's something that you don't even know inspires you it's it just does it gives you this feeling exactly that's almost like unavoidable right, right? and it's unexpected but it's welcome to some degree and it and it facilitates some level of action for the yeah. person, whether it's like, oh, I need to yes. write, you know, there's, there's always that, that feeling of I need to do something right. And it gives direction for some level of self-improvement or. And it's almost like that one changing of the word, like you said, oh, I need to write. It's more like, oh, I want to write. Right. It's that yes. like one little tweak is what inspiration right. is. Well, and then the unfortunate reality of the passive 
type of inspiration is that it's fewer and further between than the other type of relationship that you would have, which you've probably guessed by now <laughs> because I use the term passive, that the other type that I've identified is active. Yes. Right. This is the act of seeking inspiration on a regular basis from a variety of possible okay, sources. Okay, so that word seeking, like you're looking for Yes. It. You have intent. intent. There's your intention. Yeah, yeah. So those who practice the active inspiration are the more evolved, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. and, and just they're basically their higher performance. They're the hungry right? ones. Yes, absolutely. And often since they understand the value of inspiration, they're also those the same, very, very same people who actively inspire uh, and improve the quality of life of humanity. So they seek out not only the inspiration for themselves, but because they value it so heavily, they go out of their way to inspire so other people. So this reminds me immediately then the definition of a coach, people who right. feel like they have to teach others. Right. And the interesting thing that and, and Tony Robbins mentions this, you know, every good coach needs at least one other coach to coach Amen. them. Amen. Right. right. And it just, it just, it builds upon itself. It's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, those of us who inspire need inspiration. That's the whole concept. And this story that I have to share today is how I switched from a person who practiced passive inspiration and then graduated to active inspiration by the influence of another person. So I will, without further delay, go into my story of the day. We've breached this gentleman before. We've talked about him. In earlier podcasts. Is that right? Yep. I didn't realize we have. that. Which is interesting because he does continually come up, even though I haven't seen him in, in over a decade, he, he comes up in my consciousness all the time. And that's what I loved about seeing him again in one of your gift of the days. I think that's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a coach. So he should come up several times, but yeah, give us the story. Is it inspiring by any chance, Michelle? Of course it is. Oh, my God. We all need reminders. So whether you've said it once or a hundred times, it's, it obviously comes up when you feel the need for it. So this gentleman was a friend of my father's, and he had a, a you know, my dad had a, a circle of friends that were just phenomenal. But this one particular gentleman we'll, we'll call John. Uh, stood out. He had an unparalleled zest for life. He, he just, he oozed a lust for life. And, He's the one who lights up a room just by walking uh, in it. 100%. And everybody who gets to know him, when he comes in the room, everybody flocks to him. He's just that magnetic kind of person. And, and nobody that's ever met him was like, meh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I could take him or leave him. Right. No, everybody, everybody wanted his attention and he was just so enigmatic and, and so into everyone else. It, it was just, he was like the ideal person, right? He was always up for new experiences. He seemed to excel in everything that he touched. And although he was a lot older than me and I was, you know, a pretty damn good athlete, he somehow would outplay me at things. Like he kicked my ass at racquetball of all things, volleyball, horseshoes, I mean, everything. It was just like, just trying to keep up with this guy was, was unreal. Uh, he laughed heartily. He drank plentifully. Uh, and when it came to anything regarding engineering, he could fix or build anything. And he, he never had any fear of of not succeeding. He mm -hmm. just knew that everything that he put his hands on, he was going to be successful in. And he was the kind of guy that you would call and he'd be at your place the same day to work on a project or help you move or build something. And it just he, that kind of person. He helped you actually move 
to college. He did. Yeah. He did. And then he helped me move out too after we got in trouble. Uh, oh, I got, lovely. I got kicked out. Yeah. And it was, it was mostly his fault, but I got kicked out of a place. <laughs> we ran, we ran a telephone line from the equipment room in this building and we weren't allowed to do that. We oh, just did it on our own. God. He's like, oh, I know how to do that. Of course. <laughs> and we got caught and I got booted out. Sounds like someone you just keep in your back pocket at all Exactly. Times. See, and that, this is, this is why I'm talking about him, right? He's that guy, right? He's like, oh, you don't have a phone line. You need a phone line. Let's just run a phone line from their equipment room. And always probably made you seem like you were the most interesting person in the world. And he was always interested what you were doing. A hundred percent. And in fact, when the commercials came out, the most interesting man commercials. Uh-huh, you thought of him. I th- that was him. He had that European flair. He had that international guy, right? Right. And so uh, the, my, my short story about our trip to Puerto Vallarta is that we challenged each other to see who could drink more over the entire trip. And we actually had little log books. Uh-huh. And he would meet me at the swim-up bar at 10 a.m. Yes. We would start drinking shark bites. He blew me away. Oh, we all knew where that story was ending. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he, he drank way more than me. He ate more than me and somehow didn't gain an ounce. He was, it was probably because he was, you know, off and running and yeah. living life. He was, he was playing volleyball with the guys next door. But this guy truly lived life. And I remember being at a barbecue with him and I had offered him some of my corn. I had barbecued corn and he didn't want it. I thought that's odd because this guy is like a fucking vacuum cleaner when it comes to food. He could eat twice as much as anybody I know. He loved food. And his wife was in the periphery and was giving me the, the cutoff sign yeah. to, to stop asking him about the corn. And so I, I, I politely you know, stood down and then I tracked her down and I asked, you know, what was with the corn? Why didn't he want the corn? And she divulged that he was in an internment camp in World War II with his family. He had lost his sister in the camp. And when it was time to, to, to feed the, the attendees in the camp, they fed him like livestock and all they fed them was corn. So <sighs> he had you know this, this in his background. And I was like, holy shit, now it all makes sense. Yeah, this visceral reaction to yep. corn. <laughs> yep. While in the camps, he, was, he dreamt of what life would be like if he had survived and vowed never to take anything for granted. And that he did. That he did. And that that was the moment where I thought, okay, that just flipped a fucking switch for me. And just the mere exposure to this man made me a better man mm-hmm. and converted me from being passively inspired to actively inspired and truly experiencing life and opening that door to others as a father, a teacher, a mentor, and a coach. So my question to everyone today is, are you sitting on your ass waiting for inspiration to come to you? Or are you out there making the most of every damn day and seeking it out? As I podcast hungover as shit from my bed (laughs) in the middle of the day as an example. So if you're sitting waiting, please let Michelle and I help you fix that. There goes the homework bell. I think I need to go to the restroom. (laughs) You're excused. Go take away the homework, Michelle. So this one is the the most basic. You need to establish the foundation and figure out what inspires you and consciously do more of it. Really sit down and listen to yourself. Is it animals? Is it when you laugh? Is it nature? Looking at art, watching kids play. Set out to make a date with yourself to three places that inspire you and record, actually write down how it changed your chemistry. And next time, 
Once you get comfortable with this, invite someone with you and see how that experience elevates with someone else around. Ooh, God, I love that. You know, I'm going to do that this weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm consciously going to go on a really, really long hike. I, I did a hike the other day. It was six miles, and it felt so good. I'm going to do that this weekend, Michelle. That's a great idea. Make sure you take your, your kite out there and get out there and fly that thing. Oh, I love it. Yako Key. Gift of the day. 